Have you ever been in a situation with your blood sugars as a type 1 diabetic where you thought to yourself, huh, I wish my blood sugars were different than what they are right now? Well, if so, you're in the right place at the right time. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to plan your blood sugars intentionally and get them exactly where you want them to be in those moments. Now, before we do, got a quick theme song for you, and then we'll jump into today's episode. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so a couple days ago, uh, my wife actually had a complaint and uh, she directed it towards me because the house was too cold. And uh, recently what I've been doing, have a lot of type one diabetes content coming out for National Diabetes Awareness Month, which is November, in case you're not listening to this in November. Uh, it's a fun time. And a lot of us are just jumping into high gear, trying to get a bunch of new uh, tips and tricks out to the world of people living with diabetes, right? And so as a result, I'm getting up earlier jump into the office a bit quicker and uh, make my days longer so I can produce more content and more helpful resources for our communities and uh, for our type 1 diabetes clients as well. So I'm getting up early and uh, of course heading into November, it's getting a bit chilly. Even in San Diego, honestly, it's shocking how cold it is right now. Um, you know, I've lived in places that are below zero in the winter, but for some reason, San Diego, you expect it to be nice, and when it's not nice, it just feels extra, extra frustrating. Uh, so it's been in the 40s recently, waking up, you know, before the sun, and it's 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 a lot. Uh, but I just throw a jacket on, I'm cool with it, and uh, go about my day, hop into the office, and typing away, making stuff happen, right? Uh, my wife wakes up about an hour and a half after I do, though. And when she wakes up, she's frustrated because it's freezing. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm cozy in my desk in the office and kind of doing my thing. And she's like, Matt, why wouldn't you turn the heater on? It's freezing. And, you know, in our house, it's warmer than 40s, right? I think it's like maybe low 60s. And so my thought is, well, it's not that bad. Like, well, We'll survive you know i'm dealing with it uh toss the heater on now she's like matt if i turn it on now it's gonna take forever for it to heat up the house and i'm like mm, that's a good point right <laughs> you know so of course you can't just turn the heater on and boom like magic it's warm it takes time you know the the heater has to kick up and blow the hot air through the vents and then in each room of the house it's replacing the cold air with the hot air and it takes quite a bit of time especially depending on the size of the house right and i'm actually uh, used to the apartment game. This is the first time I've ever owned and lived in a house. Uh, well, <laughs> I should rephrase that. It's the first time I've owned a house. I've lived in a house before, but for my entire renting life, it's been in apartments. And so with apartments, they heat real quick, but with the house, it's a completely different story. So, you know, she's thinking, Matt, why wouldn't you just wake up and turn the heater on so that by the time we wake up, my wife and my almost one-year-old daughter oh man it's exciting uh but she's like by the time we wake up it'll be warm you can plan ahead for us you know and get the house all cozy so we don't have to wake up freezing like you and uh, i was like okay that's a good option that's a good idea and in that moment like literally right there it clicked for me and i was like oh, 
that's what we have to do with insulin, right? As people who live with type one diabetes, we have to plan ahead for these things. You can't just make a change shift in that moment and have a different blood sugar. It does not matter how fast your insulin works or how fast the sugar works, your high blood sugar, your low blood sugar, the unideal blood sugar you're currently dealing with, it's not gonna change in that moment, right? It takes time, just like the heater. I gotta give it an hour or two just to change the temperature on our house. And with our insulin heading into these uh, events, right? We'll call it that just to keep the terms generic, whether it's a meal or an activity or bedtime or whatever it is, you have to have a runway set, right? You have to have a plan to keep blood sugars where you want them or to change the blood sugars from where they're currently at to where you want them to be, right? There is no instant change. There is no instant gratification in the realm of diabetes. Unfortunately, I know I'm <laughs> breaking the, the hard news to you right now, but if we can see it as this heater or even air conditioning analogy, if you're watching this in the summertime, uh, or if you're in a different part of the world, uh, looking at how long will it take for this action that I'm about to take to impact my blood sugars, right? And on a completely well, I was gonna say unrelated, but it's related. On a related topic, we've got the basal insulin changes. If you're on an insulin pump, we've got the basal insulin shot. If you're on MDI, those are both very highly impacted by the timelines that we give them. And of course, by the changes that we make. So if you're on MDI or multiple daily injections and you were to skip your dose, well, you're gonna see blood sugar responses to that, but you might not see it right away, right? So by the time you do catch it, like in the case of my wife waking up, she woke up, she's like, it's freezing. Why didn't you change anything? It's too late, right? You can start it there, but you're not gonna see the impact for quite a while. Similarly, if, I, if she wanted to have the house warm, either she could have me do it and say, hey, Matt, when you wake up an hour before us or an hour and a half before us, change the temperature. Or when you have the fancier systems, right? Like an air conditioning and heating unit that has everything programmed, you can actually set the temperatures and the times. Similarly, with our insulin pumps, these are fancy pieces of technology, right? I'm currently wearing one for who knows how long. I might switch back and do some more experiments, but uh, they are capable of changing the amount. The You can change the temporary basal settings. You can change the time at which the settings change, the duration, tons of different things you can play with. So whether you're on uh, you know, a standard syringe and vial or your insulin pens or whatever it is, that change in the time is going to impact you time and dose similarly with an insulin pump a little bit more complicated but also more uh, opportunities for customization there you're going to notice that they have a lot of changes where you can make changes in the the uh, timing there we go uh so with the timing of the dose being given the timing of the insulin basal rate changes it's going to impact your blood sugars at a future time so if you need changes to be made immediately it's time to say, you know what? Didn't make it happen, but what can I do next time? So if you're trying to craft a plan, you gotta look at the runway. And I keep referring to the runway. If you think about a plane taking off or landing, they need a smooth runway that's cleared, right? You can't have all these trucks and garbage and whatever else on the runway. Planes can't land in that. So if we're looking at our, our day as a diabetic, if we look at the runway, which for me, I imagine it to be one, two, three hours before an activity, right? Whether it's an actual activity or an activity like a meal time or bedtime i'm looking at how can i smooth out blood sugars on that runway so that by the time i get to the event blood sugars are stable in range and predictable right 
That's the easiest way to do it. So in order to smooth out that runway, you have to have a plan. And to have that plan, you got to know how things work, right? So uh, to summarize, if you want blood sugars to do something, you have to look at your timeline leading up to that event. You can't just snap your fingers in that moment and have blood sugars cooperate. You have to know what you're doing beforehand so that you can map out that runway, clear everything off, make your basal rate changes, your bolus changes, your activity or your mealtime plans. Like you got to have a plan going into it. Diabetes is not a fly by the seat of your pants disease. You will wreck yourself if you try to just do things recklessly. That's as a terrible use of the terms, but you will wreck yourself if you operate recklessly, right? We'll just leave it at that. Now, in a second side of this story, this conversation that we're having, I want to explain to you two pitfalls that we see happening. Now, the first pitfall is going to be the amounts, right? So uh, if I look at my insulin pump and I'm like, okay, I know I'm higher than I should be right now. I want to be lower for my meal time in a couple hours. Great. You've got the target set. That's the first step. But the second step is what is the action that I take, right? Do I turn my insulin pump off? Do I adjust my basal? Do I set a temporary rate or do I let an algorithm take over for me? Uh, do I go for a run, right? Like what is the action that I take in order to accomplish the goal and end at that target? If you're on MDI, there's only a couple of options, right? You could take more insulin, you can use an accelerator. We talk about that in our courses. Um, a number of things you can do to get to that goal. Alternatively, if you're on a lower blood sugar, you want to rise it. Well, I know I need to eat sugar, right? Okay, that's one option. You could also reduce your bolus, reduce your basal. You can uh, use one of your I mean, stress-inducing activities. Stress can rise blood sugars, right? Lots of options, but eating is a common one. But the question is, how much? Like, what is the action? Do I have a bite of cake or do I eat half of a cake? Do I need uh, tree nuts or do I need a fruit smoothie, right? There's a lot of different options out there, but if you know how to calculate it, you're able to end at that perfect temperature. Think about the heater analogy. If we set the heater to 72, it knows exactly what to do in order to go from 60, let's say, to 72 and then stop, right? It doesn't overshoot and end up at 85 when we're all sweating, right? It knows how to get to where it's going based off of calculations. And this is the entire missing piece for like 95% of diabetics out there is they don't realize that there are calculations. There is something called diabetes math and it will save you so much frustration. So that's the first piece. You know what to do, but not how to do it. Like you're missing the calculation component. And that is a big frustration for a lot of people because they know what to do, but they aren't able to get there. And it's just a bunch of effort. You try harder, you try harder, you pull back, you restrict yourself, you restrict yourself, and nothing seems to work. If it sounds familiar, listen up towards the end. I got something special for you that's going to help a ton. All right. Now, the second piece, the second component to this is what happens if there is, a, we'll call it a surprise storm. Right. If we're uh, turning the heater on and then out of nowhere, there's a storm that rolls through and it, it throws off all the calculations. Right. Uh, so if you have insulin, let's say on board and then somebody invites you to go for a 10 mile hike, <laughs> just throw out some random examples. Well, you're looking at this as a surprise storm. You're like, shoot, I have 10 units of insulin on board, let's say uh, random arbitrary number, but if you have a bunch of insulin on board, going for a long extended hike in the middle of nowhere can be daunting, 
right? If you don't have the exact calculations like we just talked about. So if you don't have the calculations to pivot and smooth out that runway, well, boy, are you in for a rough ride, right? So those surprise storms, that's a huge pitfall that people also fall into is I can craft out my day. I can plan everything to a T. I smooth out runways like no one's business. But if someone throws a wrench in my plans, I'm done. Screw it. <laughs> Blood sugars are messy the whole day. That's also a problem. You're operating in a box. You're not living your life. You're submitting to diabetes. We don't want to submit. We want to rule over. Diabetes does what we want, right? But in order to get there, you have to earn that spot. Diabetes doesn't just submit to anybody, right? So you have to learn how to manipulate the blood sugars, learn how to smooth out the runway, no matter what, even if there is a surprise storm. And what's cool about this analogy, I just realized, is that it's going to cover over into the, the runway analogy too. What happens if a plane is trying to land and then boom, surprise storm? Well, they've got their options, right? They know how to recalculate. They can adjust for the wind speed or the slippery runway. Or if it's bad enough, they have another airport they can fly to as a second option, right? There's always a backup plan. There's always a calculation that they can run. That is how you keep things running smoothly. So if there is a surprise storm, you fall back on your calculations. If you don't know your calculations, you don't have control. You don't have freedom. You don't have quality of life. All right. So quick recap. If you're trying to make an adjustment, you got to know what your timelines look like, which is going to be uh, taking into consideration the amount of change and the time of the change, whether it's more insulin, less insulin, more food, less food, more activity, less activity, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, the first common pitfall is that people know they do have to make changes, but they don't know how much. They don't know how to calculate those things. That is what we specialize in our coaching programs. And it is necessary for you to learn those things if you ever expect to have quality of life in balanced with uh, your quality of health, right? If you want balanced blood sugars and happiness, those come together through calculations. You've got to know what you're doing. Second component to that, if there's ever a storm, a hiccup, something spontaneous, you got to be able to calculate in order to pivot and still land the plane, right? doesn't matter if there's a storm. Life is unpredictable. And if life is so predictable that the exact same thing happens every single day, I pity you because I used to be in that same spot and it's prison. It sucks if you have the exact same day over and over and over again just so you can manage your blood sugars. It's, it's a living heck. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, we'll make this, uh, this PG friendly or G, I guess. But you have to realize that on the other side of putting the effort in is true freedom with your diabetes. So again, to push back to the first lesson we learned, if you want to accomplish a target goal, you have to put the work in beforehand. If I want this house heated up by the time my wife wakes up, I got to do that way before she actually wakes up. It's the last minute changes that are screwing up your diabetes if you're not able to pivot, right? So best case scenario, you can plan it out far in advance and do the right actions calculated to get to that target. Smooth runway, everything goes according to plan. But if there is a storm, you have to know your calculations like the back of your hand. You got to be able to run those numbers and say, you know what? Beep, bop, boop. I know exactly what to do to pivot in this moment to change the outcome, to change the trajectory of my blood sugars. And that is only accomplished through blood sugar formulas. All right. 
This is where we look at the equations like your insulin to carb ratio, but more so importantly is how the different interactions of ratios exist. So insulin to carb, how is it impacted by fat, by protein, by lack of sleep, by hydration, by stress, by my ratios being incorrect in the first place, by me not setting temporary basils and, and uh, bolus rates being changed on the go, right? All these things are interconnected. There's so many things to consider with diabetes, but to simplify it, we created blood sugar formulas that enable you to just plug in a couple numbers and you have your answer. Simple as that. Now, if you're looking for your blood sugar formulas, first place you want to look is a free training that we've created. If you haven't gone there yet, go visit diabetesinaction.com. If you've been hanging out for a while, you probably know I've said this thing like a hundred times at least. Okay, This is one of the most important pieces to your diabetes management, if not the most important. It's gotten most of our clients to a place where they're cruising 80, 90, 100% time in range. They've lowered their A1Cs from 12, 13, 14 down to a five. It's absolutely incredible. But that's not to say that people who already are in decent control can't benefit from it because those are the people that I can relate to specifically. I had decent control. I was getting high fives from my doctors, but it wasn't good enough because it was so much work and I was living in restriction. I told you I felt like I was living in a prison, right? If that's where you're at, either of those opposite sides of the pendulum, if you're completely out of control, clueless, hopeless, like needing a, a reset on your blood sugars, or if you're doing decent, you're good enough, doctor says you're fine, and you're, you're recognizing that both of those, whichever one you are, you could use some improvement, use some fine tuning, use some automation. That's where the blood sugar formulas come into play. I cannot drill this enough. I am so passionate about this because it radically changes people's lives. Every single person that has used this formula has found the benefits to be true. And I want that for you, but I can't want it more than you. Because if I do, nothing changes. You have to actually want it. So if that's something that you're going to actually implement on, I want you to take advantage of that training, which is exactly why it's free. If you've watched it, go back, watch it again. If you haven't watched it, get a notepad, get a pen, watch the video at diabetesinaction.com. We change things up quite a bit. So on the back end of that video, we actually give you access to something that isn't offered anywhere else. It's new. You should check it out, diabetesinaction.com. I want you to use that to your advantage with diabetes. It's my gift to you for Diabetes Awareness Month, all right? So enjoy that, take advantage of it. Please start mapping out your timelines, your runways, make decisions with intent, with purpose, so that you can smooth out your blood sugars. And head over to diabetesinaction.com right now. Go check it out. If you haven't yet, do subscribe. I wanna see you guys here every week, improving yourselves, getting more out of life. And I love doing that for you. Uh, if this was helpful, if you had an epiphany while watching this, Go down below and drop the word thermostat, and I'll get you a little bonus training as well, all right, if you're watching on YouTube. If not, go watch on YouTube and type the word thermostat. All right, hope you had enjoyed, hope you enjoyed this one. There we go. I got to take off and uh, adjust the thermostat. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll catch you next time. All right, quick bonus. Let's bring in the mic. I totally forgot. I, I keep forgetting. I'm just going to stop doing this soon. But this last week, I spent 90% of my time in range, as you can see right there. It's a 3% decrease. Oof, we kept that one close. Uh, one of my bragging rights with our formulas is that I stay at least 90% in range and have been on average uh, for years at this point. And we cut it right there at 90. 
Uh, it was a bit chaotic, but it was a fun week nonetheless. So with that being said, if you're not hitting these numbers consistently while living your best life, your absolute best life, you need to go to Diabetes in Action right now. Go register for that training if diabetes is actually a priority for you, right? Figure out how to get diabetes so well controlled that you're able to have more spontaneity, flexibility, and enjoyment in your life. All right. So that's where that's from. 90% range. That's considered a not so good week for me. And it's because I use the blood sugar formula taught only at diabetesinaction.com. All right. Get over there. Enjoy it. Uh, be sure to subscribe. I'll catch you guys next week. All right. See you later. Keep up the fight.